0: It can't be that bad. Oh, it can't be that bad. Oh, it can't be that
1: bad. Oh, it can't be that bad. Oh, it can't be that bad. I will say, Jules gets kind of scary after about six or seven drinks. She gets very intimidating and very Does scary. She? Does oh, she? Yes. Maybe with you. She's no, not like no, not with me. With like strangers. Scary. Oh, like she's ready to throw. She's down. like ready to do anything to like like to destroy people
0: she's down to throw down
1: yes is what it is there's a pocket of jewels mm-hmm. that we've seen multiple times and it's the perfect pocket but i've also seen her hop out of that pocket just a couple of times i i trust jewels in to protect
0: me she can wear a stiletto and curb stomp a motherfucker. between me and jewels
1: uh you would never get hurt
0: yes yes guard me at all times and i'll be the safest guy ever
1: honestly we're your secret service
0: Please be. I'll make it a public service. Y'all could just really...
1: We're going to get paid by tax dollars? (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you're saying? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, my name is Alejandro. And my name is Christian. And we are here at ICBTB Podcast, Podcast. also known as... It Can't Be That Bad. Uh, This is episode 6428. Is that right? Yep, we've been doing this for
0: 38 years straight.
1: And this is coming from the future. Uh, The date today is June 7th. Twenty twenty nine.
0: Yes, and if you've missed out on what's happened in the past few decades, um, they added extra days to every single month. That's right, twenty nine or thirty days to the month of February. Thirty one days
1: in the month of June. Yes, there's also forty two days in September, and Christmas has moved to the thirtieth. But New Year's Eve is now the thirty eighth. Yes, so you missed out on a lot, but that's why you're stopping by here at ICBTB. But you, but you know what this probably is nonsensical to you it will make sense in a couple years Mm -hmm. Uh, mark our words please yeah welcome to the most educational podcast that
0: exists on all streaming platforms baddies while you're here welcome back and if you're new welcome 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 new baddies uh be sure to hit the like and subscribe button wherever the fuck you're watching this if it's youtube if it's apple Podcasts, follow us on spotify
1: or uh in our year i think the most streamed website is LaCarrada Yeah la la carita. Carita. Dot com. Yeah. So all of our followers on la carita, uh give us a uh, two squids and uh, hit us with that um, follow follow into the bathrooms button <laughs> <laughs> follow into the
0: bathrooms button i'm sorry bro i was with you up until that moment
1: (laughs) i gotta lose you at one point (laughs)
0: uh but welcome y'all um it's uh, it's our thursday episode we watched a fantastic movie that critics don't fucking like
1: i don't understand why i love this movie this movie is a staple in my house me and my brother have watched this film a thousand and six times Mm -hmm. um classic classic for both of the main actors just like the epitome of what they do best. It is my
0: first time watching this and I love both actors for different reasons outside of this movie for and you different this movies. Film. And I loved this film. It's it's a it's a good rom com and Hugh Grant is is perfect without being too cheesy. He's charming without saying anything
1: too cliche because everything he's saying is so witty. He has all of the end all be all lines. Yes. Um which Every- could only come in a script. Yeah. I will say Rewatching this movie now, two things struck me. One, I did not realize how much of this movie I remember until I started watching it, because I clearly remember every single frame of this film. Mm-hmm. And two, I should have edited this film. I could have made it a cool one hour and twenty minutes. Because it's we a, t- a been bit fine. too long Ooh. for a rom com. Yeah. Hour forty eight? The again, the spacing's a bit off they they we t- we discussed this because i've just finished sid field's um book on script writing plot point one comes very early and then act two is very long and the resolution is very short uh, yeah difficult script writing tactic but you know what great acting and good, that's what makes it sound good chemistry between the two very funny good
0: like good side lines like you know after uh, a, a scene happens and they like uh, play some B roll, and they still have dialogue playing in the B roll. Them walking
1: away that they recorded later. Yeah, and it's so fucking funny. A lot of funny side characters. Should we keep edging the baddies, or should we say the name of the movie?
0: I don't know. Not everyone you like likes edging. edging. You like edging? Hey man, it's twenty twenty one. I could be into whatever the fuck. <laughs> oh, I we want. finally
1: got one through your keys. I've, I've never I've never done the edging. Can you invite me? I mean, bit? I've never done I've never done never? it.
0: I mean, like I mean to myself. I mean, I oh. guess yeah. I mean, like, have you ever like? baddies if you don't know what edging is look it up and you'll thank me later or you'll hate me now uh,
1: i i've never tried it i maybe it's something is it worth trying yeah just like getting it's, it's 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 always being at the precipice it's always getting when you say that word you know you
0: got me yeah but uh, b- before the night ends you gotta finish or else it could be blue ball dude <sighs> And that's, you have that's to finish what you hate. You hate the blue, blue, hate balls,
1: the blue dude. balls. Yeah, dude. That is like a, a Christian flag in the ground. Chris, I don't know if that's what the blue gesture balls. means. <laughs> that,
0: that's uh, that's finishing the job, dude. No one puts a flag in the ground for blue balls. No one's
1: into blue balls. There's someone. There has to be someone that's into it. Is something vibrate? Oh, your phone's vibrant. That's my phone and it's on the table. It's okay. My bed. Yeah, put it down here. Um, um Whatever. We watched a film yes. called... Two, Two weeks, weeks notice. notice, and this is brought to the baddies by Baddie herself. Yep, Nikki, Nikki Tata. Tata. So shout, shout out, out to Nikki you. Tata. Um, this is your second shout out, so we'll expect our check in the mail any day now. Mm-hmm. Um, but we watched a film called Two Weeks Notice. Yeah, starring the incredible Hugh Grant. Uh, and if you figured it out on Tuesday, that's what this means. Hugh Mungo Grant. That's uh, that's his middle name. Yep. Uh, and Sandy Bullock.
0: Good old Sandra is up in this film and she
1: is Primetime Sandra. Yes, right? In at... Primetime Hugh Grant. When did Miss Congeniality come out? This was I think the first one might have come out right around the same time. And that was
0: that's in my mind is around her the her best movie. Exactly. Exactly. This
1: is her second best movie. She's
0: so charming in this, dude. She plays a really a really like a uh, nerdy, we'll say. Let's it. get there. Let's get there.
1: We watched a film called 2 Weeks Notice. It has a rating of PG-13 and was released in the year 2002 that's very important we'll get to it later it's extremely important that it came out in 2002 okay okay
0: i have some theories as to why but continue it has a
1: runtime of one hour and 42 minutes but uh in a couple months i'll release the alejandro edit it'll be a cool one hour and 20 minutes i guarantee it um i did not know it's on netflix so check it out there guys i paid four dollars for it dude how did you pay four bucks for it I honestly was going to pay for it and buy it because I love this film so much. But then I was like, I'll just rent it for now. And so then... you are probably a little more pissed that you rented it. Oh, way more. Because I rented it thinking that it was going to be on Netflix one day. Mm-hmm. That's today. The day it came out from when we're recording this, three days ago, dude. I didn't like that you told me that.
0: Yeah. it's. I, I feel like I should have warned you. But also, I don't think we've ever warned each other about like, this is where you could watch it. We usually look on Google and we could find out where to watch
1: it. <laughs> So you know what? I just love this film so much. I didn't even want to Google it. I was like, I, I know this. I know where to find this film. Mm-hmm. So baddies, you heard it here. You don't it's on have Netflix. To,
0: don't repeat his mistake.
1: Let Watch me it on let me make the mistake for you. Learn from him. This movie has a rating of six point two out of ten on IMDb, a forty two percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and a forty two percent on Metacritic. Christian Balthazar. Yes. Would you like to guess what percentage of Google users approve of this film? Ninety-one percent. Am I close? So close.
0: Ninety percent. It has to be ninety then.
1: Eighty-seven percent. You're fucking kidding. 80. It didn't
0: even hit ninety. It
1: didn't break the ninety mark. Ugh. It's unfortunate, but you know what? It, you know what it is? What? Rom com in two thousand two, it's it's grass in the field. It's dying out. Nobody well, it's it's just it's all there. Everything's coming out in two thousand every rom com from 2000 to t- 2009, rom-coms were all you got.
0: Oh, I guess. But this should have been one of the better ones in comparison to, because we've seen some cheesy ones and we've reviewed some cheesy ass rom-coms, which we're not really
1: against, but this had a perfect balance. It did. And this movie also had some actors that have shown up in ICBTB in the past. Yeah. Yeah? Which one? Uh San- we done the Sandra Bullock one. Oh, uh, she doesn't count. There's another oh, she doesn't There's count? another one that I saw immediately. Is it the redhead? No.
0: Um is it uh Norman uh Sandra Bullock's assistant?
1: <sighs> Maybe, but no, I, that's not the one I'm thinking okay, about.
0: Okay, just just hit me with it.
1: The driver of the RV.
0: Oh, I've seen him. I've seen him somewhere. Who is that?
1: He's the dad from She's out of my league.
0: That's what it is. He was watching American Ninja Warrior. That's who that was. Okay, cool, cool. cool. Jay's dad. Interesting. I knew I'd seen him somewhere.
1: Synapsis coming at
0: you. Right at you.
1: Dedicated environmental lawyer Lucy Kelson goes to work for billionaire. That's with the B. George Wade, as part of a deal to preserve a community center. Indecisive and weak-willed George grows dependent on Lucy's guidance on everything from legal matters to clothing. Exasperated, Lucy gives her notice and picks Harvard graduate June Carter as her replacement. As Lucy's time at the firm nears an end, she goes, grows jealous of June and has second thoughts about leaving George. I love it. Directed by Mark Lawrence, written by Mark Lawrence. Produced by Sandy Bullock. Yep. It's got Hugh Mungo Grant, Sandy Bullock, Alice Witt, Heather Burns. Uh, It's got some great actors in there uh, and side character actors who show up multiple times in multiple other Hugh Grant films. Really? Uh, Howard shows up in music and lyrics. Oh, he does? Wait, Howard, his brother in the movie? Oh, fuck, not Howard. Norman. Norman. You're talking about Norman. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I got Howard and Norman. Those are such shitty names.
0: Yeah, for such great characters, shitty names, dude. Let's start at the top. Yeah, dude. So Sandra Bullock is like, she's a, a lawyer at a legal aid office, and she's also a political activist of some sort.
1: And from the opening credits, since she was a baby. Yeah. She had a, was holding a banner that said, uh, impeach, impeach Nixon. Nixon. <laughs> Fuck Nixon. Um, so fucking funny. I love when movies use kid photos of the actors that are actually photos of them as a kid. It's It's great. I hate... When they photoshopped somebody's face on the photo, that's clearly not them as a kid. They did that with Hugh Grant standing next to... The horse and the girl. It makes me so upset. But what was shitty was some of those photos of Hugh Grant were real photos of Hugh Grant as a kid. Yeah. But then just a couple of them weren't. Photoshopped. And it was just... And in
0: 2002... It was like
1: adult Hugh Grant's face on a child.
0: They could have done a better job. I mean... I mean, and I know the pictures only really showed up in that montage for like... Two or three seconds, it's but we notice,
1: we notice on a big screen, dude. That's what we do here at ICB-TV.
0: Yeah. We pick out the small things, man.
1: That's what my girlfriend used to say. <laughs> um, this had a budget, Christian, like most films do because things aren't free in this country. It had a budget of $60 million. How much money do you think this movie made? $45 million. Ooh, you don't think it made its money back?
0: I don't know, man. I feel like it just—if there was a plethora of like rom-coms around that time, then it was probably competing for, uh, you know, for Mm -hmm, that money.
1: mm -hmm. It made one hundred ninety-nine million dollars. Well, fuck
0: me, really?
1: Over three times. Oh my god, extremely successful. Not only that, this movie is incredibly important. Why? Because of the year it was released in 2002. Okay, yeah, you said 2002. This movie was produced by Sandra Bullock and was originally written to be in Toronto. And they were planning on filming it there. Post-September 11th, 2001, Mm -hmm. Sandra Bullock was implicit that this film be filmed on location in New York. It not only sparked thousands of jobs for people in new york city the money that they spent was there in the city and it re-sparked the tourist attraction of new york post Uh 9-11 without this film it has been said that the tourism of new york city and manhattan island would have died after those attacks beautiful dude
0: wow great i did not know that at all
1: this film has far more benefit than just laughs up for an hour wow oh my gosh that's a big deal huge Means incredible. It, like, I love Sandra Bullock. I love her even more now for it. And she
0: was a producer on this film. Yes, and it was it was purposefully moved there for such she a great made cause.
1: Big choices for big reasons had big ramifications.
0: Man, not only was she an activist in the film, but she was like really trying to better the world by doing this. Well,
1: New York at least.
0: Yeah, I mean, which was a big deal at that time.
1: Um, the film opens with Sandra Bullock defending a theater that she doesn't want torn down yeah Uh, and what I think is the funniest part about that scene is those two people who are with her that never come back again uh, once they come back once Do they? Later on oh, th-
0: Two times dude So th- so those are two of her friends Right yes, yeah. I don't know whatever their names <gasps> are But they do
1: That's who she's talking to later Yeah dude
0: Fuck yeah, so that... I've seen this movie
1: a million times I never saw that really? I thought that was like her sister or something I mean it,
0: it doesn't really help That they have very nondescript faces exactly they could be whoever the hell right and so uh, as they're laying down in front of the theater on their yoga mats
1: to i, I wish i would have seen the husband at least one more time that would have explained it to me. his face the was fact so that i never saw the husband ever again was like oh i don't even know who the woman is
0: but yeah the husband proposed to
1: his wife right there as they were laying down in the first scene right as the wrecking ball is about to destroy the yeah uh, and we learned everything about sandra bullock in that scene because she gets arrested for that the, the illegal protest because unfortunately they have a permit to tear down that building Mm-hmm. her parents bail her out and they're like hey we bailed you out again like yeah. this is what we do and,
0: and she's a lawyer from harvard and so you could really tell that she has some good heart probably getting paid very uh very well, shitty legal
1: yeah i was gonna say legally doesn't you're not there for the money at legal aid mm-hmm. uh, and her parents are very smart legal minds as well mm-hmm. but righteous as well Yes. Her father was uh, worked with Martin Luther King. Is what she said. Her mother was a professor of law. So like these are people who really want to make the world better. On the flip side of that, we are also introduced to Hugh Mungo Grant. Yeah, Uh, and he is living the life, yet also somehow the face of a company. You would think somebody who is that of a Flanderer, he's like he's a real
0: estate mogul. Um, mogul Mogul. i said that wrong he's a mogul uh he's a real estate muggle which is uh, quite the opposite of what he is um and he is on the on like time magazine or people magazine forbes fuck. people time yeah on everything a billionaire making big decisions for uh all of these big buildings in new york right but he doesn't
1: actually like making the decisions no. he has a he has what what's her official title um i thought it was attorney right i thought it was chief operating officer but she's not the coo
0: no i think
1: literally just his attorney that he uses no she becomes the attorney later she's like the they they say it's like co it's something they give her a title Uh uh and then when he's like because the whole thing that his hugh grants an asshole makes a lot of money he uh constantly bangs his decision maker his lawyers over his attorneys it's ruining the business so his older brother who is the majority stakeholder tells him he has to get somebody who's actually a lawyer somebody mm-hmm. from like harvard or yale or something mm-hmm. so hugh grant goes through the motions and interviews some bimbos and have, finds one that he really likes and unbeknownst to him he's confronted by the at number one activist against his company just runs into her and says hi i'm a lawyer Uh, runs into lucy and she's here to tell him why he shouldn't tear down the community center mm -hmm, on coney island mm -hmm. and he's she's given her points she's saying he's like are you are you a lawyer and she goes yeah i went to harvard look if we tear down this community center people aren't gonna have their lamaze classes kids aren't gonna get to do karate people aren't gonna learn how to do cpr and he's like um are you do you have a job where do you work and she's like i work at uh legal aid And he's like we must not make a lot of money she's like it's not about the money and he goes, hmm he can't even understand somebody having a job without money he's so
0: disconnected from the common people yeah that money is so dispensable and his lifestyle is such a norm
1: so insanely indispensable to him like it's really kind of it's definitely pre-recession his money Mm -hmm. right the way that he was living is very high on the hog so to speak oh
0: yeah he owned the hotel and lived in the hotel that he owned um, I he was able to
1: buy rooms in that hotel for his workers
0: yep has his he- own helicopter and all that <sighs> stuff ha- um has celebrity connections, and we 'll mention one of the celebrities that he
1: runs into later he has an official title now
0: oh ah uh, so i don 't want to say it you have to of uh, of uh, one of one of the presidents of the
1: u uh, s of a <laughs> um so he hires sandra bullock i'm so sorry but i just (laughs) love how exasperated you are discomfort hey man they all suck um Hugh, (laughs) hugh grant hires sandra bullock to be his lawyer and decision maker yeah because she makes one decision for him that changes his life
0: yeah it's uh Wait, which decision are you thinking? Every, all of them changes. Well, she...
1: The first one.
0: So right, when they're right outside of the limo? No. Oh, that's a good point. Okay, because that's uh, what I she's, was thinking. When
1: she writes his speech for him, essentially. Yeah, yeah. The deci- That's not a decision. She's not making a decision for him. Oh, uh, okay. The decision she makes is between the two envelopes. Oh, that was such a good one. Such a great reasoning too.
0: Yeah. So Hugh Grant is in uh, his building and it's her first day on the job and is holding up two different envelopes that he's uh, trying to decide on what to use.
1: And on day one of her job, she's approaching Hugh Grant and being like, we need to save the community center.
0: Yeah. Yes. She's, she's trying to do the thing that she uh, wanted the job for, right? Of course. She was given the power. He promised her like, okay. Like if you if you take
1: this job, I'll save the community center.
0: Boom, and she's in, even though working for him is everything she's against. But then with the two envelopes, he's so impressed because she's he's asked thirty
1: people. So he goes, "Which one do you like more?" And she goes, "They look exactly the same." And he goes, "No, no, no, no. This one has a gloss finish, and this one has a satin finish." Yeah,
0: the the most subtle differences, and so she doesn't know. She's looking real close, and so she grabs each envelope.
1: And she licks one. She goes, mm. And she takes the one. She goes, oh, oh, "Oh, gross. That one tastes better. Do that one." And here Grant's looking at him. He goes, "I've asked 30 people that question. Nobody's given me that answer. I love the fact that she takes yes. What you don't expect to make her decision.
0: You learn so much about her character in those moments. And you learn so much about his character in those moments. What this movie did really well is that you you slowly see them become attracted to each other. Usually in rom-coms there's like some Five-minute montage. Touch they touch hands and they look at each other for very long, but it's not until like 45 minutes in that they have their first romantic moment.
1: No, in fact, the montage scene that we see in this rom- rom-com is them working together. Is her doing her job. Which is so beautiful. <laughs> what I love about this movie a lot is that in his position of power, even though he abused
0: it with the supposed other uh, girls that worked for him before and he would have sex with them and whatnot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He for more than half of the movie does not even try to make a pass at
1: Sandra Bullock. It's, no, in fact, the very opposite.
0: Yes, he. They, they're. She's annoyed of him, and he's annoyed of her. In a way, he was like a lost, sad puppy that needed her for every single decision, and it was both very charming and uh, uh, like ad- adorable of Hugh Grant to just like to be this bigwig, but. N- completely depend on this girl
1: i kind of think this is the most realistic character hugh grant has ever played it's great i think this is honestly just hugh grant i wish this was him t- no t- t- i do think that's i a hundred percent think this is him not acting at all this um, must have been the easiest movie for him to act in he did say this was his favorite movie to act in though why because he liked working with sandy bullock and you could see it on screen yeah. dude it's it's so good and 2002 is right perfect prime time for both of them Like Hugh Grant and Sandra Bullock were not so big and so famous for what they do because this movie is what they do best. Mm -hmm. It was a good rom-com and written
0: so well. Their characters written so well. The the storyline, even though it had some flaws all together, really fucking good.
1: It's great. I mean, one of the scenes that I always remember from the beginning of time is when Hugh Grant calls her in the middle of the wedding. Mm-hmm. And he, te- in fact, he texts her in 2002. Texting is very rare. Yeah, she he texts her and says emergency. And they had
0: you don't see it in the scene, but they had an agreement that if you're gonna text me an emergency, it's for these three reasons.
1: And do you remember them? Massive blood loss. <laughs> um, is it injury? It, ugh, fuck, I can't. It might remember. be like, injury or death. And then the third one was death. Yeah.
0: And none of those were the case. So she leaves. She's the maid of honor to her friend that's getting married. She dips out nonchalant. That's, that's the friend from the beginning. Oh, that's what I'm
1: telling fuck! you, dude. Yeah, that's the same girl. I'm so upset with myself. I've watched this film so many times. I never understood that part.
0: Yeah, man. You said a thousand and six times and you did not realize that that was that girl from the beginning. Yeah.
1: And so I she- thought those people never come back nope that's... that that was gonna be one of my big points of like weird how her friends never come back and nope. like immediately you're like oh no they come back six times and i'm like fuck two they do. or three times because dude. i can play this movie in my head and they totally do she even complains about her husband later on in the movie yeah yells at her husband from
0: like the he
1: does show up again yes ah, i thought that was so weird that the guy in the room yells out the window fuck yes dude they're,
0: the the writers were smart with this. They were like, we're going to plant these characters here to bring them back later.
1: I'm so upset with myself.
0: Having seen this a bunch of times while yes. you were young, maybe that's what it is. When you watch this when you're young, your facial recognition is not as good or as honed as it is now. And since you just watch this after so many years, you're not really paying attention to these details that you think
1: you already know. And now that I'm rewatching them, I'm like watching every frame mm-hmm. and every second and being like, hmm. I like those blue curtains to signify his depression. Are <laughs> you thinking about the color symbolism? This is not
0: Return of the Jedi because we were Luke Skywalker. Now that he's wearing black with a green lightsaber, he's on the fucking border of becoming a, a dark Jedi. This is Two Weeks Notice, a Sandy Bullock rom com where I'm pretty sure they're not really thinking about the color symbolism at all, as opposed to their cute chemistry.
1: I know you're reading a lot of screenwriting <laughs> books. They're focused more on, like, how do we make this sell? And I'm over here like, the writing mm-hmm. is impeccable. It's so good. The, Who did the costumes? The color of her dress in scene four, frame 46. I, like, I tracked down the makeup <laughs> artist just to ask a couple questions about her natural look. So the way you did her lashes, that was representative of her depression after
0: she broke up Because her eyelashes with- went down. Yo, dude, what's up with her boyfriend that doesn't
1: exist? We, uh, do you know who plays her boyfriend? Her boyfriend doesn't show what? Oh, the voice? The voice is the actually phone? an actor that that is a fairly recognizable actor if you who, saw his face. Who is it? I don't know his name, but I'll show you his picture. He's one of those guys. He was like... In like one of those white collar shows or, or suits or something like that. Uh huh. He's got that face that you'd see and be like, "Oh, I've seen this guy before."
0: That's so random. You just think his voice. Just for the voice, you would get just like someone, whoever the hell, right? I think he was a
1: someone, whoever the hell, at the time.
0: At the time, okay. Well, that guy was an asshole. He was like a marine biologist that was always away on vacation and was
1: always like, "Honey, I gotta go." He's not away on vacation. He's training people to oh, be that's other marine right. biologists. Right.
0: That's what it is. And he's for like uh he works for Green or green the Peace Corps. Yeah.
1: And he wants her to come with her he loves her so much that he wants her to come and experience this with him and she says no i'm afraid of
0: boats yes and uh this is where hugh grant
1: comes in oh you're afraid of boats you can't be afraid of all boats brings her on a yacht all boats he's like hugh Hugh grant has some of the best lines in fact i have one of the tabs i have open is imdb's quotes and they're all hugh grant quotes i
0: wonder how many of those quotes were written for him as opposed to no do you think he ad-libbed nope you don't think he ad-libbed any of those? You know,
1: Hugh Grant is not known for his ad-libs. Oh, so he's, he's a by-the-book the actor. He's known for his character.
0: He's, man, Every everyone's on the spectrum in terms of their sexuality. Of autism? Um, and I think, yeah, that's a spectrum as well. Um, I'm talking about the sexuality spectrum. And, wow. you know, I'm We're... somewhere on, like, the this, this straight and gay spectrum. And I'm obviously I lean toward heterosexuality because I'm straight. But after watching this movie and seeing Hugh Grant throw those lines at Sandy Bullock or whoever the hell he's talking to, kinda kinda leaned a few more toward the gay spectrum, not gonna lie. Cause this man is that charming.
1: I I just put those lines in my back pocket to use for myself. Oh you Instead think anyone's of being gonna <laughs> track it to Hugh Grant. I'm just gonna save those lines until the opportunity when I get to use them.
0: I mean, in all honesty, really what I said is a joke. But
1: also, no, it's not. In all honesty, I know, I get it. Kinda but that's how we see—that's how we see cool guys in movies. Hell yeah! You see him I was like, wow, no wonder women like him. He's awesome. And I see him I was like, how do I be that guy? Oh yeah, we we are
0: different in that aspect. I mean, I because because
1: his best line is when she's like, uh, "I hate everybody." He's like, "That's impossible. You have, haven't met everybody." Have
0: you met everyone in the world? <laughs> it's so good. Everything because I'm has, gonna go home and watch this again. You should take notes from him because he has a good balance of like my training he's oh yeah listen to Tuesday's episode if you want to hear more about Alejandro's training because he's completely certified in picking up women specifically Kate Upton Hugh, Grant, or Hugh uh, Grant could pick up Kate Upton with those lines? Apparently not, because he likes to sleep with
1: whores. Literal let's, prostitutes. Let's
0: talk about this, because Hugh Grant was married to Elizabeth Hurley.
1: Who, if uh, you don't know... I, check out our bedazzled episode.
0: Yes, is the girl from the first Austin Powers. Oh, I love her in that one, too. Yeah. And... in like, ten minutes of the second one. Mm-hmm. Oh, she... Just to kind of say, oh, she was a secret agent. she turned into a robot. Fucking that... That pissed me off. We're not talking about that movie, but no. I want to say that that pissed, uh, pissed me off.
1: Yeah, very bad retconning. Uh, Hugh Grant was married to Elizabeth Hurley, and he decided to have sex with a actual streetwalker instead of Elizabeth Hurley, and she divorced him and took all his money for it, and rightly so.
0: Rightly so. Hugh Grant, you messed up because she is a beautiful woman, and at the age of, I think she's over 60? She had
1: her in the prime, and she is not over 60. Well, she's she in her 50s? in her late 40s at the most. No, look it up, dude. She's at least 50-something. Not late 40s. Hit me with a number and I'll hit mine. I I say 49, top. I say uh, 53.
0: Yeah, maybe 60s was overshooting because that girl still looks like... She could still get it. Why are you not showing me? I could see it. We could learn at the same time. What is it? What was your number? 53. And my number was? 49. Is it right in the middle or something? Is it 51?
1: She's 55.
0: Oh, dude, that's what I'm saying. She looks great. She looks great for 55. I'm trying to look like her when I'm 55. Because Hugh Grant now kind of looks like dog shit. Did you see him in The Gentleman? No. Can you show me a picture of Hugh Grant now? Because he still looked good in this, but also this this was... was
1: This was 20 years ago. ago. Basically, dude. First of all, let's look at this wonderful picture of Hugh Grant from... Uh, I believe this is Bridget Jones' diary. So just oh, no, uh, 1999, Hugh Grant was. Yeah, just look killing. at those face wrinkles. All wealthy. Oh, he is aging. Fantastic. Maybe I'm a little gay, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, is he dating Renee Zellweger now? After Bridget Jones'
0: diary, this many years later, they're like, hey, we had a good time on set 20 years ago. You want to get it on?
1: Mm, here's him with Elizabeth Hurley. Look, he fucked that up, bro.
0: He, all yeah, he fucked Look that, at that up, dress. and Look then at he that dress. fucked that up.
1: You'll get your Patreon check this month. Oh, thank
0: you. Thank um, you. Damn. Back looks, to the movie. Oh, God, it's hard to come bounce back. Look at that beautiful couple. She's incredible. She is, man. Let's, um. Like, I'm a good person, but if Elizabeth Hurley Devil from Bedazzled came up to me, I'd satan gets my soul do terrible things i'm
1: sorry you get his soul too actually if that's what it costs um (laughs) okay let's just take five seconds Mm -hmm. of silence for elizabeth hurley and back to two weeks notice yes back to it um where do we leave off we they are now working together he has pulled her out of the wedding just to, to ask her what suit he should wear for judging the Miss America contest, a Miss Universe contest? Something like that. Oddly enough, also owned by the presidential cameo. Yep, that we're eventually going to get to. We're trying to wait to say his name. We only want to say it once. That's yeah, the thing. We're building up the anticipation. Um, so that president, who used to own the Miss Universe pageant, and his father ruined Coney Island, uh, has a spot. So um, text us right now if you know who it is. <laughs> My number's below, 911. <laughs> Uh, no, don't text 911. Actually, they receive text messages now. That's a Do fact. Do they? Yeah. Can you send them emojis? I don't know about that, but you can text them and be like, help me. I can't
0: talk. And then put a 100, <laughs>
1: 100 emoji. The prayer hands. <laughs> um, um So she, she is tired of it. And she tells Hugh Grant, consider this my two weeks notice. I cannot deal with this. You cannot be calling me out of my best friend's wedding yeah. to come pick a suit for you. Rightly so. Good for her for standing her ground. Which is an incredible trait of her
0: character. Usually, like, what I hate about rom-coms, even though I love them ultimately, is that it, it it's so cheesy where they fall in love too quick and then you you it's the, the predictable plot of they fall in love, they have a relationship, conflict, they break up, but they come together in the resolution. This, they shook it up a little bit. Being annoyed of each other, being Sandra Bullock standing up for herself and being annoyed of him for... More than half the movie, and you, like I said before, slowly see her fall for him, is a beautiful thing. Is this
1: the single most strongest female character we've ever seen
0: in this type of movie in a rom com? For sure, absolutely. You, it's it's such a typical trope for a female character in early two thousand rom coms to be viewed as weak and dumb and and stupid and solely dependent on a
1: man. Her best movie, Legally. Not legally blonde. I don't know why I'm thinking of legally. <laughs> no, blonde. I see what you're saying. Miscongeniality. Her best movie, Miscongeniality. Even in that movie, she's still forced to pretend to be a dummy. Yeah. Right. She's a smart FBI agent who's forced to pretend to be a dummy. In this movie, she plays at the top of her intelligence, every second, every frame.
0: Yes, she's the alpha in the relationship because she's calling the shots, dude. She's wearing the. She's pants. making
1: the decisions. Mm-hmm.
0: Making, and it's it's what's beautiful is that. When you, what I like in movies is when you see a uh, change of character, when you don't see what you expect from that character, right? You see, you like to see like when the, when you, a little bit of good in the villain sometimes, or you like to see when this girl who is independent and doesn't need a stupid man.
1: No to the first, yes or the second.
0: Uh, oh, yeah. We've had this talk about like villains and goodness. This is bad. not that episode. Um, but like when, when she gives her two weeks' notice and. Uh, eventually hires June, this beautiful redhead, um, who is going to be the uh, replacement for Sandra Bullock, and you could see Hugh Grant doing his thing that he
1: usually does, you know, wooing this girl, taking out her on dates, and not even noticing what he's doing. It's almost so second nature to him; he like actually can't stop himself from doing it. Yeah, which again is why I think it's not acting.
0: Mm, you think he does that all the time? I mean, yeah. Look at him. Yeah, look at him. He can't.
1: Did you find something interesting about the fact that June looked a lot like Hugh Grant's ex-wife? Like Elizabeth Hurley? No, no, no In the film Ex-Wife. Oh, that Cause we, one. Because we see his ex-wife that he's getting divorced with mm-hmm. and he feels bad for her. That's why he's like, give her all the money. Give her the house. I don't give a shit. Like, Because it doesn't mean anything to him. And at the end of the day, he's like, look, just give it to her because it's going to make her happy and I don't care. Mm-hmm. That's that's the kind of person he is in this film. Uh, and then the next, the next girl he goes with looks just like his ex-wife ah
0: but yeah his ex-wife is a blonde version of this redheaded girl they do look very similar he has a type he has a type of these
1: which is why he's so confuzzled by sandra bullock, bullock. yeah i get that i've i've been with i've been with a girl who like i just could not understand how i'm attracted to, to, to you but yet and you make me so angry yeah i kind of like that you challenge me
0: those are the best relationships and those are the best types of relationships i like to see on screen when you're not initially because when you're not initially attracted to someone and you fall for them later that means they did something extremely right like us um yeah because i fucking hated you at first but i guess you did something right in the end and look at us now six thousand episodes later in the year of 2029
1: <laughs> I have two of your children. You have one of mine. Yep. Um, your favorite scene? Oh, that I love because they made
0: us wait for it when eventually they go to the party.
1: Oh, I'm so glad that you said is that.
0: Circus themed or whatever the hell themed. The
1: children's. The charity event, right? Like, the the f- rich people. Get to have so much fun at their parties. Some cool themed parties. Because you get to have a party where you're still wearing very nice expensive clothing. But then you also have to wear a joke tie. Mm-hmm. Or a top hat. Mm-hmm. Or a clown nose. Yep, I love it. I would love to go to those parties. Hands
0: down. Easily. Friends in New, New York, me, take please. me to those parties. Hey, friends in New York, also take me to those parties.
1: Um, Sandra Bullock. Looking Looks gorgeous. Like, truly beautiful impeccable like she doesn't look hot or she doesn't look sexy i don't mean that in like a bad way she looks truly beautiful in this film she looks like someone that in those scenes someone
0: that i adore that i want to fall in love with
1: now is that because they make her dress so homely in the beginning that when we see the transition it's such a shock no i
0: think it's just sandra bullock in my mind sandra bullock has always been this beautiful actress to me that I've never been like that I never thought of as sexy at first or hot at first but she's always cute and pretty and just smart I don't
1: think of her as sexy I wouldn't want to see Sandra Bullock on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Yes. I would like say cover it up. Like, I want to. But I'd want to marry Sandy Bullock. Exactly. If, if it was like a
0: fuck, marry, kill type of thing and it was Sandra Bullock. Mary. Mary for sure. Everyone else will get fucked and killed, right? Um, that sounds really bad, but you know what? I mean? That was the most <laughs> intense thing
1: you have ever said in your life. If I wasn't wearing sunglasses, you would see how wide my eyes are because you literally just said, marry Sandra Bullock and fucking kill everybody else. I know it I sounds like I imagine you kill the women and fuck the men
0: <laughs> No dude No you
1: kill the adults and fuck the children
0: Oh my god no, dude No you kill the
1: humans and fuck the animals
0: What is going on I'm just trying to figure out what you meant by that I meant pit any other actresses That are of age Not animals and like you know Okay with being in this game <gasps>
1: Pick anybody of age and not animals is the single best line you've ever said on this podcast. <laughs> I'm just saving myself. I fucking love the fact that <laughs> I've I painted you in such a shitty corner that you have to quantify of like, of the right age and not an animal. Dude, I know how to defend myself. <laughs> Lawyered. <laughs> <laughs> Lawyered, man.
0: I don't even need a lawyer. Mm. I represent myself, motherfucker. But if Sandy Bullock wanted to be a lawyer. Dude, yes. I'll, then I'll m- marry her. After um after we were not professionally seeing each other, because you shouldn't mix you shouldn't dip your ink into the comp, the, the company company uh, company end and, dip, and the, you know what I'm. I did my say.
1: ink in your company ink. I did my pen in your company ink
0: because we're, we're we have the we're same company. We're mixing
1: business and pleasure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess so. It scares me a lot. Does it? Because my manic depression makes me think you hate me sometimes, and actually you're just at work and can't text me back right away. I love you, dude. <laughs> I know. You I know I'm a bad texter already. Ooh.
0: I still, I,
1: I always eventually text you back. Hey, the manic part is the part that I'm talking. It, that's what manic means. You yes, know? It's but like pendulum.
0: words of affirmation. You have told me that you like words of affirmation. This is me affir- reaffirming you, that like...
1: Damn, man. I'll replay this over and over again.
0: <laughs> As you go to sleep, Christian's not this mad at me. This is my new meditation. <laughs> <laughs> it's my best friend just telling me he's not mad at me.
1: <laughs> uh, I can't wait to explain that to my therapist. <laughs> uh, do you have a best person on set award?
0: It has to
1: go to they, Sandra Bullock, though. They end up together. He doesn't stay with the redhead chick. You, I don't want to spoil how it happened because it is a beautiful moment. Mm-hmm. The first act and the third act are just a hair too short for me, um, but... They're good nonetheless. Yes. Your favorite character is Sandy Bullock.
0: Yeah. For her character, for her acting, for her being a producer on this film, and mm-hmm. for her having helped move this to New
1: York yeah. after 9-11, yep. man. She is exactly my uh, best person to the word for those very reasons. Exactly. Mm-hmm. She is... Women in America are not given enough credit for the things that they do. And when they're given the credit for the things that they do, it's not enough. Mm-hmm. Someone like Sandra Bullock is constantly only remembered for one thing: her divorce with Jesse James. And it's such a disgusting, despicable thing that that's not that we don't respect her for her producer acting and directing, or not, um, her producing, acting, and contribution to the cinematic world. Yeah, she saved New York City. She helped make the rom com business great. She started in Speed. She started as just the bimbo girl on the side, but created her own character, her own niche, and her own crevice of acting and actresses that is a staple in cinema and to be able to be so versatile
0: to play roles like the girl from speed or like someone klutzy like in miscongeniality or someone as like working at the top of their intelligence like in this movie or someone what was that um that biopic that she did about that uh, poor the football blindside. player,
1: the Blind Side, which she won something for, which was great, but unfortunately not truthful at all. But yeah, uh, yeah, that, that guy Michael Orr hated that film, but but, uh, yeah.
0: but her acting in that great, and her role in it, and how she played it, and her role in Lake House with Keanu Reeves. Yes, dude, she could play so many things, and she does. She is, even though she is praised and glorified, she's still, in my opinion, underrated.
1: While you were sleeping.
0: Oh, come on. Which is something we're gonna have to do. Really? Dude.
1: That one is I know you don't like to steal stuff. Also and- Lake House. Lake House is a tough one too. You ever seen Lake House?
0: Uh back then. I don't remember you it. You remember I- the premise of it? Uh because it's uh no, you're gonna have to
1: explain it. To she lives she buys a house and when she puts stuff in this mailbox, it teleports her mail back in time to the original owner of the house. So she has this like mailbox where she's traveling through time with these letters with the original owner and they fall in love through these letters and and but unfortunately they're in different times see all
0: i remember is Ke- her being with Keanu. you know oh the
1: ending will punch you right in the gut oh
0: dude because it's one of those movies i haven't seen in a while is it now that i'm older is it gonna hit me even harder
1: it's honestly gonna make your your balls just explode okay then we'll watch it
0: we'll, together not together i don't uh-huh. want my balls to explode in front i'll
1: help you <laughs> Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Put like a bag of peas.
0: <laughs> um, before we we do end the episode, I want to talk some about some of the small moments that you know you could easily gloss uh, past. Like Norman's character, Sandy Bullock's uh, assistant. Assistant has some very funny moments. There, his is eyes intense, so
1: um, emotive.
0: Yeah, that guy did live theater. You fucking know. That it. guy's
1: had a couple of improv uh, <laughs> classes in his time.
0: Yeah, he knows how to cheat out. Uh, he
1: he is that the only thing you remember from drama class cheat out christian cheat out is it because he constantly would turn to the person you're talking to on the type of improviser that's like okay i'm gonna start a scene and turn around to you guys well, i look at you when i talk to you right and then the director's just like cheat out christian Jesus i just Christ. love that
0: note it's you just, just hate like cheating you gotta cheat out more i just yes i hate cheating i condone it not condone it i don't condone it i mean fuck oh fuck
1: so tell me more about norm
0: there's a scene where sandra bullock is scared by norm spills coffee on her on her chest and is cleaning it in the break room and says he's such a good assistant he's trying to help her out by like no, helping drying it. no and she no. keeps slapping his hand hand away stop so it, that-
1: christian stop it right fucking now <laughs> what he is not trying to help her he is using that as his opportunity to grab her boobs
0: you think so a billion
1: percent <laughs> cuz Norm loves every girl. He's in love with every girl down there. He's that kind of guy who's like, "Oh, this is my chance. I it, it's not weird cuz I'm trying to help her." Yes.
0: Five times. But here's
1: my chance. No. No. <laughs> Five times no, he tries to no. wipe her chest.
0: And Norman, Norman, Norman <laughs> slaps his hand away. That guy's that committed to his job. That
1: wasn't I yeah, in that's the comedy gold, dude. And that's two incredible comedic actors. Doing the best of their job.
0: Yes, dude. So moments like that were incredible. Moments with uh the parents about like how
1: the, the dad has great. heart problems and is hating all the food that his wife makes. The soy cheesecake. I do love the, the reoccurring joke of like the mom hates Wade. Even the first time they meet. And the dad's like, yeah, whatever. I like him. I like she, him. You know why? Why? Because the dad can tell that his daughter loves him.
0: Oh... Do dads have this this sixth sense th- that
1: mothers don't have when it comes to daughters? Well, m- mothers have a lot of women intuition. Yeah. Well, but like, when it comes to daughters, you're right. You're right. Mm, yeah, yeah. Because tend, dads tend to get their daughters a little bit better, than, and mothers tend to get their sons a little bit better. And, there's something with the,
0: the, the opposite genders, even in parental uh, to child roles, that's a little different. Yeah, yeah. So maybe it is that. Even maybe her being annoyed for the first 45 minutes was her subconsciously
1: falling in love. Well, that's what Hugh Grant says. He's like, I think you make yourself so difficult to love because you're not ready to love that man. You make that man run away from you by Mm -hmm. doing things and acting the way you are Mm -hmm. um, because no man will ever be perfect for you. But the truth of the matter is she knew she wasn't ready for them. She was ready for the huge... Mungo. when
0: they were having that conversation she was drunk and being transparent and just kind of heartbroken because she just
1: broke up with her marine biologist and wearing a life jacket which honestly the next time i get drunk with a girl i'm gonna put a life jacket on her just because i think it's adorable it's so cute seeing sandra bullock in a life jacket almost falling off of the multiple times three or four times i did have a moment of like oh she falls off the boat doesn't she like, I, like, painted that picture in my head of, like, I can see Sandra Bullock falling off a boat. That's a
0: scene that could have been written in this, and it would have been on brand,
1: right? I like... It. No, that's a little too outlandish too for this wacky, film. you think? This film is very, very realistic. I guess in comparison to other early 2000s rom-coms. Of how crazy rom-coms can get and unbelievable rom-coms can get, this is arguably one of the most realistic rom-coms I think you could possibly have.
0: Especially, like we've said it before... Hugh Grant saying things that a real charming
1: person would say. If he had a script and practiced those lines. Yeah. I mean, they were very clean and obviously <laughs> polished for Hollywood very po- It's like anytime I watch Aaron Sorkin's work, like uh, the social network, or anytime, it's just like these lines are just a hair too polished. They're too like,
0: good. No one's forming sentences like this in real life. In
1: real time. No, you tell me no one stutters ever? <laughs> this guy has no ums yeah. ever? Yeah. They don't say like every other word. Because he just smashed a computer in front of Mark Zuckerberg. I'm pretty sure he would be stuttering a little bit. Yeah, you're not the forming. The adrenaline alone.
0: Yeah, the adrenaline is not allowing you to form coherent sentences, right? Totally. And so, and yeah, you're right. Hugh Grant in real life cannot be this smooth. He's smooth, but he ain't
1: this smooth. Clearly he's some kind of smooth. Hmm.
0: Um. Speaking of smooth... Uh, it was weird for me to see Sandra Bullock get a little sexually flirtatious because we've seen her in this like top of the intelligence Yeah, sure, sure, sure. uh beautiful girl that when she says I'm so good and bad that I could be like a bobcat that could do a pretzel type of
1: thing, right? And I was yeah, like, I didn't like I think that's It's still cute. It's very cute. I think, but I think that's the whole point is like, oh, you can see that this is out of character for her."
0: Yeah. You can
1: see that that She's clearly in pain and like trying to get trying to fill that void with something. else. And good for character Hugh Grant for not giving it to it, because I think real Hugh Grant
0: would have just like, OK, I'm sleeping with you tonight. But over and over again, there are oppor- there are opportunities where he remains a gentleman in situations where other people would be sleazy, like in the bathroom where she uh she got she dropped something. And her hair got caught onto his belt, and it looked he like he dropped she, his cufflink. That's what it was. And she went to pick it up, and this is after she gave his two her two weeks notice, right? And uh, she her hair gets caught there, and it looks like she's you know performing fellatio. And like uh, Harold <laughs> walks in, and Howard. Is like Howard the brother. I'm sorry, you're right. These names. Fucking sucks sometimes. Because they're so vague. Yes, give him a real name like our Gibraltar. Our, yes, Gibraltar's a good I'll one. I'll never forget that one. Odysseus. Give them something
1: nice. Make them mythical heroes. <laughs> My brother Hercules. persicles
0: <laughs> I'm never forgetting persicles dude.
1: And Athena. <laughs> For a guy, yes. <laughs> Athena.
0: Mm, there you go. Because they use Latin vowels, Athena. masculine and feminine to differentiate
1: that's how greek works
0: but to get back to it he doesn't make a pass he doesn't try to kiss her she's the one that kisses him first when she's drunk and still even then he's trying to not ruin it and i think that's the difference i think that's he was so in love with her and it was so unreal to him that he didn't know what to do because his move is to like i'll take you to bed and we'll play strip chess and
1: uh sidebar strip chess is maybe the smartest thing i've ever heard of in my life
0: Interesting. What are the rules? Of stri- what do you think? Okay, every time. time you time get I- a
1: piece, you take off something. But look at how much, like, they're Sweet. doing sock by sock, tie, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it clearly wasn't... You know, sometimes when you play strip games, suddenly, like, everybody's topless, and then it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, they played it very well, where, you know, all right, I guess I'm losing a sock. I guess I'm losing... It's An a undershirt. slow,
0: slow burn of a game. No one wants to play a strip game where it's too fast. And you, you Well, know. sometimes you want to. I mean, it depends on how much time you got on the clock before you got to go home,
1: right? Or how much time you want to waste. Oh, I guess so.
0: I don't know. I'm, I'm always a fan of the slow burn, Like you know. For-
1: you enjoy the foreplay.
0: Yeah. Oh, foreplay all the way, man. Mm, you can't just, you know, you can't just go straight to it. What do you mean? You can't just like, you know, that's like, you know, it's fitting too big of a train into into a too small of a tunnel. You know.
1: Yeah, but you can hope that it's raining and then it just gets right in. Because <laughs> <laughs> rain lubricates the tunnel.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Y- no, I mean, no, but you have to.
1: When I'm approaching the tunnel, I'm going to make sure it's pouring rain. Yeah. How do you get the rain, though? You got to do a rain dance. It's me. You're. It's me. Just me causes the rain. Okay, so you're have you seen me? You're not a man Look of foreplay? Me.
0: You're just like, let's just get straight into My it. My face is foreplay. Mm. Man, that's the cockiest thing I've ever heard you say.
1: I actually I didn't actually like saying that. Yeah, you walk into a room and a girl have just feels waterfalls. <laughs> I uh, walk into a room and I don't know. that's why I wear galoshes. You wear what? Galoshes. What's a galosh? It's the big rubber boots you wear in rain. <laughs> <'Cause-> I
0: don't <laughs> <laughs> You know what that sound is? That is the sound of every girl listening to this podcast drying up. Because if it's you walking in with some galoshes or rain boots, or who the fuck says galoshes nowadays? (laughs) That's what they're called. I know they're called that, but that's the least sexiest word you could say. Hugh Grant is probably the only person in the world who could wear a galosh and still make it rain, dude.
1: (laughs) Only one of them. Only one One galosh. galosh. (laughs) Yes, two galoshes is too much, man. Holy fuck, this is great. Oh, uh, yeah. Rate me. Uh, what? Rate me in front of all these people. <laughs> You're a two. Okay, okay that's <laughs> fine. I'm moving up in the world. Well, how about this film? <laughs> this film is going to get a five out of five for me, man. Six out of five for me. Incredible. My brother and I have watched this film so much. Many- this was a film that, like, when we were too stupid to understand what a good movie was, this was a good movie. This was an Oscar winner
0: in your guys' eyes.
1: I couldn't understand why Hugh Grant wasn't an Oscar winner.
0: He was the most grounded realistic person in this film other than sandy
1: bullock Thank sandy you. bullock is great so realistic
0: yes yes i think she won they both won the hearts of so many people in america after this movie
1: dropped i'm assuming this is the reason why both of them are famous
0: i mean look at how much maybe it not grossed. this film directly
1: yes yes i mean making three times your budget is clearly a success yeah but being this is the movie that, like, when they did their big movie, when she did Miss and when he went on to do whores, um, <laughs> that's when we like realized that they can do big stuff because of something like this. Yeah, has he been in anything recently? He was in The Gentleman.
0: Oh, and I haven't seen that yet.
1: And he's also on that show, uh, on HBO, I Care Not I Care a Lot. Which one? I, the one with, um, there's Euphoria. Is it Euphoria? No, it's about a uh, girl she's blonde and uh she... you're not narrowing it down you're talking about what's the name of that blonde girl uh she got stabbed Reese something she got stabbed uh, Reese with what what is it with her spoon no with a knife <laughs> um that's just <gasps> a joke
0: can you imagine if that was the <laughs> like the drum lick
1: after doing like a joke <laughs> um i can't figure out what it is because they're throwing Oh, old shit at me.
0: Oh, uh, he did uh, Paddleton?
1: He was in The Man from U.N.C.L.E., I forgot. Mickey Blue Eyes is the best movie. He's, it's so funny. It's so great. Music and lyrics is great. Oh, my God. Hugh Grant's so good. Look at all these shitty fucking. He's in so many. Why is this the first Hugh Grant film we've done? No clue. There's so many to choose from. Literally. I'm seeing five or six that we could We could
0: doing. do music and lyrics at one of these days.
1: I, I would want to see music and lyrics like tonight watch it tonight the undoing um my name's Ben Alejandro that's what it's called <laughs> and my name's been Christian and you can follow me at call underscore meet Jesus follow me at Christian has asthma and follow us at ICvTV podcast. podcast um you know, Hit up our website,
0: icbtb.com, or it can't be that bad.com, uh, to check out all of our latest merch. Check out our latest merch. It's this shirt that I'm literally wearing right now. Um, pick it and up because
1: sizes are going fast. And because it's 2039, we also have ICBTB branded cars releasing in 2026. Yes. And, and those have been selling off the shelf. So make sure you put your reservation in for the Model 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then recently, we also had our new hologram podcast that came out yes that that'll be available to the general public uh in 2041 what that means is that when we're busy because we're busy because we are famous now
0: billionaires and we have shit to do we have our holograms do podcasts
1: uh they don't look like us at all but no. do you know what you paid for it and you'll get it and it's Yes, you will. You know where to find
0: us and you know what to do. Hit that subscribe, like, follow button. Hit those five stars, whore. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and Hugh Grant, don't ever cheat on Elizabeth Hurley ever again. He's
1: not gonna get a chance to do it again.
0: Yeah, because after that you must learn. You must learn from that big of a mistake. All right. Bye.